Bex, it's really nice to see you today. It's lovely to see you and we're sat outside in Forest School which is brilliant because we're thrilled to be joined by Ashley Wilson. Ashley is Managing Director at the Woodland Ministry of Outdoor Education, also known as MO. Um, hi Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, you're welcome. Lovely to chat with you and yes, we're sat outside in the wind so that and with all the birds, but it's great. We wanted to talk to you about what you do, so about this the Ministry of Outdoor Education, how it came about really. Yeah, so I'll start from the very beginning. My background is children's mental health and I started a forest school nursery chain about 14-15 years ago and I saw the benefit of children being outside and also the engagement with natural resources. Mm. So my aim was to make sure that we was bringing the outside in and the inside out and making sure that there's as much plastic coming out of early years as possible to allow the children to really engage in that equipment and really to promote their education. Yeah, is, it's a bit of a mission statement, isn't it? That's, <laughs> that's amazing. And, and as, a, as a speech and language therapist myself, Ashley, I, I'm, I'm not as clued up on, on like the resources side of things. What, is, what are the benefits from stepping away from plastic for, for the children? What's, what are the benefits of those natural resources? You know what, there is so many benefits to it because children engage possibly one level with a piece of plastic. It's it's an item designed for a reason, so it might be a plastic boat, whereas wooden objects, they feel different. They Because mm -hmm. it's natural, they just immediately engage because they recognise it. They recognise it from peaceful walks outside and all of a sudden it can be anything that they want it to be. And the education and the language around it just develops so much quicker. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? Because a plastic car can only really be a plastic car, and it yes. and it sort of it, it, and then you're also it prescribes how to play with it as well, I suppose, doesn't it? Absolutely, and there's no weight behind it, and it's right. really funny. And it's such a small thing, but people don't realise that to have a bit more weight behind that object develops arms, develops an object mm. it, it really does a, a light piece of plastic is most probably just going to get thrown or, or, or broken because it's so easy to break and also there's descriptions around what what you can say as well like you're saying like the weight of it and how it feels and how it moves and and what it can be it's like we all know like one of the best things you know forest got is a stick isn't it you know what what can it be <laughs> or a piece of we've got like sort of pieces of, of like sort of burnt wood that the children can like sort of paint with and and draw with and add things to or do whatever they want and they can sort of scribe with it and you're like wow they're just picking that up and starting to do that and that's from something that's come out of the fire that you just think oh well we'll throw that away and it's like actually no it can be anything can't it so absolutely yeah and i mean you know natural wooden objects they are very much they come in natural colors so you're not getting overstimulated mm, with bright, mm. you know pinks and purple in the nursery setting it's all natural so the child's not getting overstimulated yeah see that's naturally yeah. play to naturally discover yeah and that's really important as well isn't it things don't have to be so bright and, and in your face and how how did the ministry of outdoor education evolve then from the forest school settings ashley well we were starting to order products um for the nurseries but various different pieces and what was coming through i really wasn't happy with the quality mm. it it wasn't great um some of the stuff was either very, very expensive or, you know, actually quite price competitive. But when it was arriving, it wasn't made for the for a nursery setting or the, num the number of children right. that was going to go on it and, then, you know, really have a look at it. And for me, safety is the number one thing. Mm. So 
we um, started working with various different tradesmen, various different craftsmen on products that had to be safe and had to be there for the amount of children that was going to play with it and, and to not break and last a long time. And we, everyone is on a budget in early years. Yeah. And, you know, sadly, that's only going to get worse. And we, equipment is there for a long period of time. And they're also getting, you know, the latest piece of equipment that doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't always have to be, you know, the doll's house. It could be an open-ended object that can be anything that it wants to be. That's so yeah. useful, isn't it, in setting? That's fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely, that's amazing. And with all your background in sort of outdoors and with resources, is there sort of for you, what would be the main message that you would want to share with educators in the early years? Have you, what's your main sort of either a top tip or something that you've learnt over your years of experience that you would like people to really take away? To be honest, the, the main thing for me is making sure that one, the children get out, are getting outside as much as possible, but, but allowing them to bring the outside in is absolutely mm. fine to drag that stick in, to drag various other objects inside, because they will want to make, you know, a natural discovery areas inside the setting. You don't have to have the static reading corner, this is this, this is that. Mm. All the different corners that 10 years ago you, you had to have, you can have it free flow, you can have them transporting things around around the room because education is more fluid now it's not so static as it was years ago that's so true because it really is like you know when it might be that a child's brought collected some leaves or collected something that they need to bring in and they can carry on that play and carry on that deep engagement in play isn't it you know that's why we always sort of say you know if it's free flow the children can be in and out when they want and they can carry on doing that but it's so important that we look at it and go actually you know, these children are getting such a lot of play from this. We, that doesn't stop at the door. It's not like inside we do this and outside we do that. It's re- it is, I really totally agree with that. It's yeah. totally fluid, isn't do you it? Fi- do you find any resistance with that concept, Ashley, when you're, if you're working with settings or if you're visiting settings? Do you find any resistance about having that, allowing the children, enabling them to bring the outdoors indoors? Or are people fairly open-minded about that? To be honest, we've we've you know we've we set up many many settings mm. and there's so many benefits to it. I mean, one for the children, two parents absolutely love it. So wow. we had one setting. I said, look, please let me come in. Let's redress this room completely because it was covered. It was all painted with bright pearls on the wall. The carpet had crisscrosses. I said, let me just rip this out. <laughs> yeah. Paint a common colour. Fill it with our equipment and let me show you the difference of these children because they were having a huge turnover of staff. Right. We completely stripped it. We put those children back in, the staff back in. The staff were happier. They engaged. The children yeah. engaged. And their occupants rocketed because parents were coming on showrounds saying, can they come into this room because it's really nice. I feel really calm. I feel like yeah. I want to myself. And that's the difference. It's that it's, level, it's isn't it? Everyone engaging. Yeah, totally. And it's that level. And when it calms and when it's more natural, everybody comes in and that atmosphere is set. So the environment is absolutely crucial isn't it you know and you like you said with with that team if they're they're part of that environment Mm. and if they feel more relaxed and more engaged then the children will as well so they're a huge part of that as well aren't they so that's so lovely to hear if people wanted to find out more actually about what you do or to, to have a look at resources and things where's the best place for them to find you Yep, so they're welcome to go to our website, www.mireducation.co.uk. All our products are on there. Um, all the products we have listed for a reason. There's, you know, we don't list products that we don't think would ever benefit the children. All of those have been.
benefit. If any problems or you want to ask questions, do feel free to give us a call. We're all very experienced in early years and we can always advise and come out and advise on the best equipment for your settings. That's amazing. Every child is different and your group may learn differently to other groups. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely to hear. That's so That's a helpful. lovely job. That yeah. really <laughs> <laughs> that's what we love yeah, going into environments. Absolutely. It's brilliant, isn't yeah. it? So. No, that's fabulous. Thank you so much, Ashley. That's really great. And so is there anything else you wanted to share with us, Ashley? Anything, your, your actual mission about like being eco-friendly, is, oh, yeah. really, is that really important, isn't it, to you? I think that's, that underpins what you do. Absolutely. All our nursery settings are eco-friendly. We're really trying to push it as much as possible. You know, we're trying to teach children how to be adults, but we're trying to teach children how to continue our beautiful planet and making yes. sure that it's here for generations after gener generations. So I, part, I really strongly believe it's part of the education we need, need to teach our children to be eco-friendly. We should be buying eco-friendly as much as possible. And our strive at the moment is to get as much plastic out of early years as possible. So if we can all support that, it would be wonderful. That's fantastic. Thank yeah. you for sharing that because that is, yeah, sustainability starts now, doesn't it? And that eco, it, being in touch with, you know, we know that from being in forest school, but being in touch, if, you, if you're if you in the outdoors and you're in these environments and you learn to care from a really young age, you're part of it. It's more than it you just caring about it. You're actually part of that planet and you see yourself in there, don't you? So mm. that is that is a brilliant absolutely. mission. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. That's lovely. No, oh, you're more than welcome. And as always, you can find me and Bex on www.thrivinglanguage.co.uk if you'd like to email and contact us it's rebecca at thrivinglanguage.co.uk um, we are keynote speakers we come out and train with your setting you can find our books on Routledge and Bloomsbury as well and if there's anything you'd like to get in touch with us or be on a podcast please do and thank you so much for listening today thank you bye